I'm Misha. And this is Unlearned. I'm getting so much better at that. You're almost like fully on point with me. Uh, one day I'm going to be able to predict exactly what tone is going to come out your mouth and I'm going to hit <laughs> harmony perfectly. <laughs> You're so adorbs. Thank you. Um, so we're going to get right into business here. No more time for tomfuckery. Uh, we're going to It's talk- March. <laughs> Thank you for that <laughs> announcement. We're uh, going to get in this month's installment of Slayer Name. You, that's what I was saying. It's March, y'all. That it's means March. we got to figure out if we neighing or slaying. Yeah, we got to see where we are in our Are life. we horses or vampire slayers? <laughs> that almost works. What? That almost... Are we... No, are we horses or buffies? That's what I should have said. Get it, cat. Oh. Get it? Because a neigh like a horse and buffy like the vampire slayer? I get buffy... Oh, 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 Jesus. After you explain that. <laughs> Girl... <laughs> Well, then. The listeners caught on right away and they <laughs> laughed. <laughs> Y'all are not at my joke, but at you not getting the joke. <laughs> Cat, so tell me, are you Buffy or are you a horse? <laughs> Which one are you? Uh, <laughs> I can't with you. Uh, obviously, in some aspects, I'm Buffy. In some aspects, I am a horse, but if I was a horse, I'd be a lot more fit than I am right now. So, nay, Mm -hmm. on me falling back in love with fitness, I've actually barely worked out in the last two weeks. So, shame on me. Other than playing volleyball, I'm basically chilling all the time. Super tired all the time. I got to get my life together in that aspect. You know, yeah, I'm a horse for sure. But. Oh, tell me. I am Buffy in other aspects of my life. Um turns out once you treat one mental health issue more appear whoa uh so you have buffy <laughs> i'm getting full treatment okay so turns out i have mild ocd which explains so much in my life i uh spoke with my psychiatrist the other day and I was just like, is there anything that I can do about like this particular problem? Just like all casual thinking about thinking that's just some emotional thing that I can yeah. just talk through. And then once I describe it, she's like, that actually sounds like a mild case of OCD. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you were like, I was just trying to ask a very simple question. I just wanted to I talk want a about a simple it, answer. Yeah, so I got to work through that, but. Mm. My ADD is well, was being treated and totally in check and I can like focus and I'm in my depression. Like I feel normal again. Like before I would say that I felt overly happy. Buffy, Buffy, Buffy. (laughs) Before I felt overly happy. Like, oh my God, there's joy everywhere. But now I'm just like myself again. That's probably good. That's where I need to be. I'm leveled out. Yeah. I'm, Yeah. You need to be leveled in 2017. Right. You can't right. get hyped for no reason in 2017. <laughs> under Cheeto, under Cheeto, Cheeto Emperor? No. <laughs> what about you? Are you a horse or are you Buffy? Man, hitch the wagon because I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> hitch the wagon because I'm a horse. I can't. Listen. Nay, 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 nay. I'm hitting every nay, okay? I was supposed to be choosing my values over convenience. I came up in here with a disposable coffee cup. Mm, okay. Yeah. I got I got Starbucks today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It tastes so delicious. 
is so bad. Nayan. But let me tell you what. Call you a vampire because I'm about to slay. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm Buffy. I be- <laughs> I'm way too hyped today. I've right. way too much you, caffeine. You should not be drinking coffee right now. <laughs> Take this away from me. You're it's great tea. You're like way too. Which still has caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. It calms the nerves. You're way too lit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying for you rudely interrupting me, horse. Um, I have been so much more confident taking up space. Mm-hmm. Hello. Give me a steak. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even want to go into detail on that. Y'all just yeah. need to know. I'm taking up every space, every inch you'll give me. You'll say, you'll say here's half inch. I say, I want four inches. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Quadruple or nothing. I want all the inches. <laughs> what about others? No. I need it. So. Look. I need the space for me and all my oppression. Move out Move the way. Move out of the way. So if we were going to really just put a bow on top of this whole horse and Buffy metaphor. Mm-hmm. My success in 2017 is like. If you hitched a cart to the horse and Buffy was riding it. So it's like equal. Do you know what I mean? That's how Uh, I see myself. Okay. And my horse has the world greatest health care plan in 2017. (laughs) 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 I'm done. Slayer Nate's done. We killed it. Trump is such trash. Anyway, why why can't that bill be called Trump is trash 2017? 2017. To infinity. He's always trash. Anyway. Um, so we're going to get into a more serious topic. So right now we're just going to do a quick trigger warning. Um, this, if you have had negative or violent experiences with men specifically, um, this could potentially trigger you. Um, it's not partner or spousal abuse, but it's just... It's still, if you've had, if you've been a woman in this world, you may experience some uncomfortable feelings. Mm-hmm. So, Mish, you had a recent uncomfortable experience. Uncomfortable is a very generous w- word for oh my God. What, what happened. So, can you tell us your story? Y'all. Okay. Next, I mean, last Friday, I got off work. Got to the train. It was six o'clock. I was going home. And I just put on my music and I was sitting there. And I didn't think too much about it, you know, because if it would have been like one o'clock in the night at night and I was on a train by myself, I probably would not have had music on so that I could mm-hmm. be aware. But it was in the middle of the day. I put my music on. I sat down and I was just chilling. You know, I kept looking looking around and nothing seemed too odd to me. And so I just listen to my music and kind of close my eyes. And as a song, one song was going off and another was coming on. So you know, that little moment of silence mm-hmm. in between the songs. I heard this man saying to me, woman, where are you going? Where are you going? Can I come with you? So then I opened my eyes like, who is this person talking to? Then, ba he looked straight at me. He was talking to me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to ignore this person. Right. So I just like, looked away and i thought if i just leave him alone he won't bother me because usually like if you just don't engage most of the time they'll leave you alone then he kept his mumbling went from like 
very quiet to very loud and aggressive. So he started saying, where are you getting off? Where are you getting off? Can I come with you? And then I thought, "Mm, this doesn't feel normal. Like this doesn't feel like the, Mm -hmm. you know, I hate to say the word playful because I think it's all disgusting. Right. But it went from feeling kind of like this is annoying to feeling, Ooh, I feel a little unsafe. Mm -hmm. So I stood up and I was, I was, you know, the train was still going. And all of a sudden this man started pulling on my clothes. He was pulling on my pants. He was pulling on my coat. And for a minute I just stood there because I was like, what the hell is going on? And I just looked at him and I said, sir, please stop touching me. I didn't scream. I said Mm -hmm. it in that exact thing because I was like, I don't want to like trigger this man. Right. But guess what? telling him no was enough to trigger him and he started getting very aggravated and he started screaming at me and he called me a nasty bitch and said he was gonna spit in my face and then i was just like i tried to move away quickly out of nowhere this dude just darted across the train and put himself right in between me and this other dude and i first of all i was like where did this guy come from but thank you for like literally putting yourself in between me and this person who just threatened to spit on me so the nice guy sits down across from the person who has just pulled on my body and is like watching him and as i'm sitting there trying not to listen to him the guy is saying you're a nasty bitch i should punch you in your face i should spit in your face i ignored him and then he said, don't think I won't go to jail in order to spit in a nasty bitch's face. And then when the train was about to stop and I was about to get off, he stood up and he stepped forward and pulled his hand back and he was about to punch me in the face. And then this guy stood up again and literally held him back and like basically caught the hand that was about to hit me. And I jumped off the train and this, the really nice guy jumped off the train too. And he said to me, I'm sorry, I didn't say anything. I thought that if I said anything, it would make him worse. Mm-hmm. So I just stayed quiet and tried to protect you. I'm really sorry this happened. And then he jumped right back on the train. He went his way. Mm-hmm. And I just went up the escalator and started crying. Like as all these people were looking at me who had just watched this very mm-hmm. terrible thing happen. And then I immediately called Kat. Yeah. And I was like, this very terrible thing happened. It was so scary. It was terrifying. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, I think that many of the people who hear, who are listening have maybe experienced men catcalling mm-hmm. or even trying to touch you mm-hmm. or even, you know, people have followed me. But someone getting so mad by me telling them no, basically, mm-hmm. that they were literally going to spit on me and had pulled their hand back to punch me. And the only thing that stopped them was this bystander who was just not going to let him hit me. Mm-hmm. That was so incredibly shocking to me. I, as much as we talk about this on the show and as much as we talk about, like, as much as I talk about, like, I would never let this happen, you know, like, in the moment, I was like a deer in headlights. But then at the at the same time, you were the victim in this situation, mm-hmm. and he had no right to talk to you mm-hmm. in that way, to call you names, to attempt to attack you. And if you froze, like, that's totally fine. When yeah. someone's threatening you, like, there's only so many reactions. The human body knows what to do. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not your fault and like you shouldn't blame yourself for freezing you should blame him for being a fucking asshole and a monster and he better thank the lord that i was like not on that train with you (laughs) because i didn't even think about that if you would have been on that train you would have popped him in the mouth i would i would have like honestly i thank god that my brother taught me how to fight and like fight dudes because it has kept me very safe (laughs) i have had to punch a lot of dudes for my own safety and like for me to like get escape their violence so i i like honestly would not stand for anyone talking to you like that and you know it's like interesting because your body is uh fright or flight response Mm -hmm. like there are three responses Mm -hmm. and you flee, you fight, or you freeze. And it's totally normal. Totally normal. You know those fainting goats? <laughs> like once they get scared, they literally faint. In this situation, dope. I was a fainting goat. I was oh. literally like, what is... I was. Somebody was asking me, like, what was going on in your mind when this was happening? And, you know, I have friends, like my best friend. If this would have happened to him, you know, like, he would immediately have known what to do and mm-hmm. take action. I am the type of person that I am so nerdy. I just like my brain naturally is right. trying to process right. what's happening. Right. So I was sitting there as this man was pulling on me. I was like, this was what was going on in my head. It was like, whoa, this man's touching me. Wow. <laughs> He's pulling. Whoa. This is terrible. <laughs> Sir, stop touching me. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like. Pull, sir, stop touching me. You know, it was mm-hmm. very much like, what is going on? And then as he started yelling all these things at me and threatened to spit on me and right. hit me in the face, right. I was thinking, wow, is this happening? What? He said that? Oh, man, he's going to punch me. <laughs> Whoa. You know, it's not funny. It's not funny. It was not funny. But that is, it, it's so crazy to me mm-hmm. that in the moment it was like i was literally looking in the face of somebody who wanted to do me harm right right and instead of instead of my body reacting i was processing mm-hmm. so incredibly slow <laughs> and and methodical it was you know it was very logical it was like okay he wanted to spit he wanted to hit now he's like actually getting up whoa you know and then as soon as the door opened i like ran out but it was yeah, we we had very different, or would have had very different reactions, Kat. You yeah, know. but I like legitimately um, growing up on the south side of Chicago, where street harassment is like a very real thing, and violence towards women mm-hmm. is a very real thing, and you know, there's high rates in like communities of the socioeconomic group that I grew up in, and it's just like. And I know, like, I I don't, with, like, white men, it's obviously, like, boys will be boys. But with, like, black men, I think they kind of double down because they, mm-hmm. because there's, they lack privilege because of their race. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, boys will be boys. But, like, legitimately things that would happen in my high elementary school and my high school were so past anything that, like, is acceptable. Like, my... Um, childhood best friend while in class had a guy pull out his pull out of his, his penis and put it on her shoulder. Oh my god! And like boys would always slap girls in there on their butts or like mm-hmm. grab their boobs. Like that pretty much happened. Like the second mm-hmm. uh, the girl started hitting puberty, mm-hmm. and 
and it's just and it's just like also you decided a very long 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 time ago you're gonna be a pacifist <laughs> yes i did and yeah. i decided smooth decade ago no shit will be taken mm-hmm. from me from this point on because yeah. i will not let another person harm my body mm-hmm. um and so we we come from two totally different mm-hmm. mind frames and like the reason like i'm automatically programmed to fight because like it's all is for me like all mm-hmm. reactionary like if i feel that someone mm-hmm. is immediately threatening me like i'm i'm gonna have to yeah. show them that like i'm not one to be threatened um but like i definitely he should if he would have met like you were so polite you're like please sir stop touching yeah. me i'd be like <laughs> i would be like if you say one more fucking word to me i will slice your mouth open so you look like the joker come for me boo like i lo- i just i don't even carry a knife i don't know how i slice it but i li- I'm always like, let me take this bobby pin out and wear it in my teeth real quick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whittling in my teeth. (laughs) Sit sit there. I'm whittling this. Give me five minutes. I will be sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I just think like your reaction is just very normal and like very who you are. And and so it kind of makes me curious that like what does a pacifist do in this type of yeah. situation? Well, so I think that when you kind of bring up that dichotomy, it makes my reaction make a lot more sense mm-hmm. because, you know, I have put myself in a mental situation of where I'm like, I try, in most situations, I try not to do harm to other people, even if somebody's being very like visceral, visceral towards me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some pacifists will say that you start to train yourself to think for alternatives which I don't do because I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not going to get harassed. I don't have to think for alternatives. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are stories of people who are who are hardcore pacifists who who try to really think through ways, you know, like somebody robs their house and they're like, this is a potential way that you like stop them without doing harm. My position is that I my default is pacifism because I think that then it's it's harder for you to jump to violence. Mm-hmm. Um but with the mindset that for me, practically, I think that it's impossible for me to go throughout my life without being violent at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this situation made me, well, I, let me go back one minute. But I think that it's easier, it's a much easier jump to say, you know, violence is, is okay or sometimes okay. I think that it makes the jump to like, I'm just going to become a violent person a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I just want that gap to be a lot further for me. But this, I think that this showed me how just not prepared I am for any situation that will come towards me if somebody's trying to do me harm. Right. You know, right. and and there are ways, like there are whole forms of martial arts that are dedicated to trying not to harm your opponent, but like using their weight against them and getting mm-hmm. them away. And I, I wasn't even in a mental space where I was like, what is an alternative, you know, or like how could I get away from this person or how could I defend myself? Mm-hmm. It was literally like, what is going on? You yeah. know? <laughs> so I was like, I'm so unprepared. I'm so unprepared to, to even react no matter what mm-hmm. the reaction was. I didn't react. 
you know, and so that, well, you, you reacted, you said, please, sir, yeah. stop touching. Mm-hmm. That's a reaction. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's touching me. I don't like this, sir. Please stop. Please that's stop really touching one. And the, and making the decision to get off the train, that's a reaction. And mm-hmm. so like, definitely give yourself credit. Like you, you were, though you were processing, you were like definitely mm-hmm. reacting. You're just like, huh, I'm very uncomfortable in this situation. I'm going to, I'm going to get off this train. And then, like tugging your tugging on your clothes, you're mm-hmm. like, "I do not like that," and you responded, "Yep." And those are those are reactions. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I keep thinking about it though, and want to know what would have happened if that dude wouldn't have been on the train. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it how many people been, were on the train? It was, you know, it wasn't like rush hour packed, but there mm-hmm. were tons of people. And they the just car. watched. And nobody did anything with that person. Yeah. That's... I mean, I've never been on a train where, you know, like if somebody's making comments, like usually mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say something like, that's not cool. Like, that's not cool. Or like somebody else, we can say that's not, you know, stop. And once people know that like, you know, people are watching, they stop. Like they mm-hmm. stop whatever they're doing. But I think this was one of the first times like somebody was actually trying to threaten somebody and that person was me (laughs) and nobody but this person did or said anything so do you think it was like the bystander effect where they thought like oh someone else will jump in i don't know because honestly if i think that if i would have seen somebody being as aggressive as he was with me it wouldn't have been somebody will do something it Mm -hmm. would have been if i do something he's gonna hurt me too Mm mm-hmm because he was, I mean, he was a big dude and he was very aggressive. And so I think that I would have just been like, shit, what do I, I would, you know, I would have reacted mm-hmm. a complete different way. Like, oh my God, a woman's in harm. I want to help her, but I'm not quite sure how yeah. to do this. Do you, I mean, I mean, ugh, and I don't want to make this like a problem solving mm-hmm. session, but um, listeners, like if you're writing the CTA and you see someone harm in harm and you don't feel comfortable, like physically putting yourself in between that person or like saying something you can also always tell the train operator Mm -hmm. and they'll call the police and Mm -hmm. that person can get arrested like that's just like one small thing um i like you know i've i guess i haven't really seen like that many scenarios but like if i see someone who's particularly uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. i'll sit next to them or stand next to them and ask them if they're okay Mm -hmm. um but that's, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I've never seen someone get threatened to like yeah. be physically harmed. So, yeah. Me either. Yeah. That's why I was very yeah. much like, <laughs> wow, is the first time this is going to happen going to be with me? <laughs> Thank you, short white guy. <laughs> you know, huh. yeah, it was, it was very, it was so crazy to me because. The guy who was threatening to attack me was mm-hmm. so large. Like, he was so mm-hmm. built. I told my stepdad. Like, you know, my stepdad's super tall and very built. And mm-hmm. the guy kind of reminded me of him. Um, when he stood up, he, like, towered over me. Mm-hmm. And this person who stood between us. you're, like, 5'9". Yeah. I'm pretty you're tall. A, I'm you're pretty like tall. Not um, a short woman. And this person who stood in between us was, like, he wasn't tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't tiny. But he was pretty tiny compared <laughs> to this person. And that, I mean, thinking back on it, is so much more impressive because yeah. It's like, dude, you pro- unless you like some kind of secret master right. or something that I don't understand, you're probably going to get really hurt right now. And I went to you- Quantico. <laughs> I went to the strange. FBI, actually. <laughs> I could take down a man with one chop. Wow. <laughs> I'm 
go ahead what were you saying well it sounds like i definitely appreciate him for what he did and i th- i thought it was interesting where he apologized for not saying more because yeah. no i totally agree that it would have escalated the situation yeah. and he would put himself in arm yeah he he did first of all more than anyone else on mm-hmm. that train did by physically putting himself there putting his body at risk and then to like he I totally agree that he shouldn't have said anything because that would definitely escalate because yeah. this man sounds yeah. like... Oh, he was he was on... I don't know what was... I was going to say he was on something, but I have no idea. Yeah. Well, what's so impressive is this dude was completely opposite of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, when the person was yelling at me, it wasn't... It, if he was doing that to somebody else, it would not have been enough to make me, like, act because I just think that happens so often that you're just like, this is just a normal part of city life. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I said, sir, please stop touching me, there was a body in between us. And I don't know where this dude came from or how his ninja ears heard me <laughs> yeah. say that. But he it, flew in through the he window. He didn't have to He's even Superman. see him. You know, he didn't yeah. even have to see it. He just heard a woman say, sir, stop touching me. And right. then he was there. He ha- I don't even, This dude had to be like, have some kind of training. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was insane to me. Like, he was just there. And it, I, it really just reiterated the point and really just affirms the point that sometimes it just takes a physical ally to be there for you you right. know like it would not have been enough for him to say that's not cool mm-hmm. because i would have been laying on the ground you know right so, right from like across the hey dude leave her alone hey, like dude, that would yeah do. i would have been like now he's and blocking my do exit you know what's kind of interesting about that and the way and the fact that the bigger guy the aggressor didn't challenge Mm -hmm. the man it's like this kind of ownership men feel like they have over women so like the fact that this guy is standing up for you like he's like associating that with you like him being your protector and he like more or less backed off i mean he definitely tried to hit you but like Mm -hmm. he more or less backed off and that's Mm -hmm. like and you know like when you're you're being street harassed and some guy's all up in your ear mm-hmm. and you're like, I have a boyfriend or mm-hmm. I'm married. And whether you are or whether or not that that like, ownership, oh, like man's you property. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that like just gets men to back off. And it's just like so me just rejecting me, just saying, no, I'm not interested. It's not enough. I have to belong to another man. And like even if like. So, like, if I was, like, at the time dating a woman, I was just like, ugh, I have a girlfriend. And it's always like, can I join? Oh, yeah. No. No, we <laughs> only want each other. Although not. one time a dude <laughs> in Chicago did come up to me and ask me out. And I was like, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. He was like, but I'm better. And I was like, <laughs> wow, interesting. You have no idea who this is. You know what I mean? Like, you have no way to compare, but right. whatever. Glad you're so into yourself. So confident. So confident. I mean, I would love to get more into street harassment in general. And then maybe like next time in a future episode, we can talk about street harassment more generally. And like listeners participate in this, like definitely mm-hmm. send like email, email us your instances of street harassment, how you handle it, what if you've done anything to... Um, stop another woman that you saw being street harassed, etc. Like, what are your ways of just kind of being there for like other women and sometimes other men? Yeah. Um, like, how are you trying to help others? 
um, around this specific thing. So yeah, send us your emails. Let us know. Let us know. We and will we post it. Do, like a full show on it. So get to it. Get typing right now. I'm not <laughs> kidding. So I'm not. I'm so aggressive. I'm one. I'm one nasty bitch. Um, <laughs> spit in your face. Wow. Oh my god, that's I, I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm really careful about my skin too. Right, so I was like, right, not this beautiful skin. I when I was telling, saliva. when I was telling my partner's sister what happened, she was like, if he would have spit on you, we would have gave, given you a herpes test. And I was <laughs> oh like, oh, oh that's so serious. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, you would have to get like a tetanus shot too, probably. Anyway, JK. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and finish with our last segment. Hey, y'all, it's Lauren Ash. Hey, it's Zaki and Ajiba. Welcome to the Black Girl Gnome podcast. Black Girl Gnome creates space for women of color to breathe easy. Through our podcast and our entire lifestyle brand, we promote holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color, and we encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. So we are basically here to help y'all get y'all lives together. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also, please check out our podcast at blackgirlandown.com slash podcast, as well as our online publication, Take care of your mind. And don't forget to breathe easy, (laughs) y'all. And we're back. Me and me sure are dancing. This just (laughs) happens sometimes, but I love it. Um, so we're in part five of part six of Off Out of White Feminism. Hey, you all womanist now. <laughs> so the fifth one is me and Misha's personal favorite. It's the first thing we bonded over when we met each other. I don't know how it came up because this is not something that comes up. But like, Misha, did you tell me you were a womanist? Yeah. Okay, so Misha was all like, oh, blah, 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 I'm a womanist. I was like, I'm a womanist, too. (laughs) What are the chances? You don't really meet other women. (laughs) Womanist. But and I'm like, I was, I was beautiful, really and you wanted to talk to the most beautiful person around. You are beautiful. You're Thank very. You. Beautiful. I just wanted a compliment. <laughs> After that last segment, I just wanted to know I was beautiful. I just, you were funny, and you're beautiful, and you're smart. Like I wanted full on your friendship, and I want, and I'm Buffy. Oh God, <laughs> you're a horse. Get out of here. <laughs> hey. so. So the fifth concept is womanism, uh, which is coined by my absolute favorite author, Alice Walker. My mom. You would be so lucky. You, okay. I'm not, I'm just, I'm very crazy about Alice Walker. Um, Because she's also a queer woman of color. Yo, she dated Tracy Chapman. Did we talk about, did we talk about this already? But I'm so, I'm like, still, I'm so like, You look at a nice call. Right. (laughs) That's my Tracy Chapman impression. Wasn't it good? Yes. I'm, ugh, I, w- I was just like, my life is complete. Alice Walker and Tracy Chapman. Yeah, but they don't date no more. I know. But, it's you okay. know, still. We can wish. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, womanism is a term coined by Alice Walker. And in a recent blog post, 
Alice Walker defined it as the spiritual, political, social, and other empowerment based on female centrality and solidarity that is supportive of the health and well-being of everyone. Hey, oh, I like the cha-cha. Hey, <laughs> ooh, I like the cha-cha. Man, that made me want to dance. <laughs> ooh. And it's so like, like womanism transformed my life. I, so i Found out about the concept while reading my favorite book, The Color Purple. Um, I was like reading it, and she, the way that she described, like the relationship between Celie and Shook, the way that she described how we're all interconnected, I was like, girl, you're speaking to me. I'm feeling it. I understand what life is. Ooh. It just, it was just kind of my everything, not exaggerating. Um, and and originally, she it was just um, a definition for black feminists or feminists of color, like kind of a placeholder for um, intersectional intersectional feminism. Um, but like this came out in like the eighties. Like she started this in the eighties. She was just before. This ain't I was nothing born. new. Ain't nothing new. She's such a boss ass bitch. I just I can't. I can't. Anyway. Um, she also defines it as a woman who loves other women sexually and or non-sexually through the celebration and mm. affirmation of women's culture, mm. emotional flexibility, and strength. Mm, melt my heart. You I'm done with you. I, I can't do this show anymore. I'm done. No more Tracy Chapman impression. Uh, you a womanist? You know I'm a woman. I'm a womanist. You don't even got to ask. Hey, we womanist. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for bearing with us on that last one, y'all. <laughs> Scott. I've had a lot of it's coffee and tea. Sloppy. Yeah, well, it happens. But I deserve it. I almost got hit by a car on Monday. Girl, so you I've had like a rough week. Too much. I've had a rough week. You did. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for bearing with us through that final segment. Uh, the most amazing segment. The, <laughs> it's time for the credits. All right, uh, like us on Facebook at Unlearned. You can follow us on Twitter at Unlearned underscore shy. Write to us at unlearnedpodcast at gmail.com. And we are not kidding about giving you. better get on this train before segment. we blow up. Exactly. Well, okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Not that aggressive. Um... <laughs> check out our website at unlearnpodcast.com and thanks to james t green for our music and graphics uh you can find us on itunes stitcher and google play hit subscribe and rate our show that'd be so dope of y'all hey. do it please i'm sorry cat <laughs> Do you see what I have to do with? <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's going to keep doing it unless you I hit subscribe and rate our show. Get on it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See y'all next time. Ah. Bye. Bye. Post loudness. Ah.